0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Lamed Beis. We are in our second shear on Sif Lamed Vav. As we mentioned last night, we'll have three shear on Sif Lamed Vav. So we are on the second shear, and the shear will begin on the second line on page 102. However, just to get a running start, let's review what we said yesterday in the Machaber. The Machaber said, Yase kol par when you're writing the parshios, and we discussed in the Mishabura yesterday, specifically the Shayad, which is written on one cloth, you should write all the parshios as psuchos. Chutz mi achrona shehi Except for the last of the four parshios that is written in the Torah, which is a parsha vehoyo im that should be written as a stuma. And then we said in Shina Apostle, the machaber Paschum, that if you change and the Meshavura understood either way whether you made a stuma or a psucha or a, psuchha, a stuma is going to be puzzle. We saw in the notes that the Chazanish argued on that and held that even according to the Machaber, if you made the last Pasha which is supposed to be stuma into a psucha, it would be okay. And then the Ramah writes, The Ramah comes and argues with the way at least that he understands the Machaber, and he says there are those who are machshir if you do all of them, psuchos. Specifically, if you do the parsha of Ahoyah im shamo, which is supposed to be a suma, if you make it a psucha, it's gonna be okay. Now we had one mishabur that we left off yesterday, which is on page 102, the second wide line, siv koton kuf nun So the mishaburu says over there, bakulam so psuchos, if you do them all psuchos, it's okay. ula hepech, the opposite, Him also ezo parsha, if you made one of the three pasios that's supposed to be a psucha into a puzzle. there everyone agrees it's going to be a puzzle. That which Ramah comes to argue is specifically if you make them all psuchos will be okay. But if you make any of the ones that are supposed to be psuchos into stumos, then it will be a puzzle. That's what the achronim write furthermore, the Echonim write, Im Im p'sucha This Ramada brings a Shita that's lenient in a case when you make the Parsha of Ahoyah Im Shamoah into a Psucha, it's specifically if you change it from a Sumer into a Psucha. But if you don't leave over any space between the Parsha of Ahoyah Im Shamoah and the preceding Parsha of Shema, Lo bedaf velo bedaf shel Parsha in the, not in the column in which V'hoyoyim Sh'mo is written in the beginning and not at the end of where the column where the Parsha Sh'ma is written, that means to say that you began the Parsha of V'hoyoyim Sh'mo in the first line in its column, and you left over no empty spaces on that line. The Lobis of shita shal You also left over no empty spaces in the last line of the pasha of shema. or you did leave over the Keshir Pasha. You just didn't leave over enough space, which is supposed to separate the pashios. The osios, which, like we mentioned yesterday, is the amount of space that it takes to write nine letters. So in such a case, says the Mishabura, if you do that, you don't leave over any space, and therefore you didn't make it a psucha. you didn't make it a Stuma, which is supposed to be, you didn't even make it a psucha, which they say is okay, you made it neither of the two, so that's considered a total shinui from the way it's written in the Torah, and that will be possible according to everyone for the Parsha of ahoya Im and then the Rishi ends off and writes, Since the parsha of the Hoyoim is the final parsha in the tefillin, you do not need to leave over any space after it. And that is our minog to leave over, to end off the words of Al-Ha'aretz, which are the final words of al shamoa at the end of the final line. Now let's go back to the Ramah. After the Ramah wrote in the first line on page 102 that there are those who are marshier if all of them are psuchos, then he writes, U elu nohagen af parshas vahaya im shamoah vro shashita kishar parashios. And our Medino says the Ramah, the minog is that even Pasha's Vahoyah Im shamoa which we just got finished saying that really it should be a stuma, and if you made a psucha the Ramah brought down that there are those who are Machshir. Then he writes that the minog in our Medino is that we write the Pasha of Im shamoa in the beginning of the line like the other Parshas, meaning the Minug is to actually write the Pasha of Vahoyah Im Shamoah as a Pasha psukha so the mishabura says on that in sefkatan samach uvidinos elu. So the mishabura in the fourth to last line, the after lechatchila mitzvah lasos also stuma gan layesh mashirin. And even though the chatchila is a mitzvah to make the pasha of a Im Shamur into a stuma, even according to the yesh mashirin that the Ramad brings down, that it's okay if you do it as a psucha. But ideally, lechatchila. It should be a stuma. The imkain ha minok hazehu shelo kahogen. And if so, it turns out that this custom is an inappropriate custom. Mikom makom Hetiku harama. Still, the Rama brings this minok down. The Kavan shah ikur who she b'di'evet kasher b'chol inyan. Since we hold that the ikuradin that b'di'evet, it is kosher, no matter how you do the pascha. Whether it's a stuma or a psucha. The la la'sosa stuma ledivrei hakol. And it's going to be impossible to make the pas. Of the into a stuma according to all opinions. That's like we discussed yesterday in the note on the page before, at the end of note 186, we explained that in order to be Yotze both the Rambam and the Rush in a Pasha Summa, you have to end one Pasha in the beginning of the line, leave over nine empty spaces, and then begin the next Pasha. And in Tfilin, it's impossible to do that because in philin each Pasha has to be written in its own column. And therefore, Zogta Meshavura, since it's impossible to make a Pashastuma, stuma, as we'll see later in the Mechaber as well, it's impossible to make a Pashastuma stuma to fulfill all the opinions in the tefillin, so yesh lahachsig ba minog hazeh kadesh lo rishonim. Therefore, it is appropriate to follow this minog, even though it's following a b'dyeved, in order not to be in any of the rishonim, because we can't fulfill all the rishonim in a pasha stuma. The Khaikas of the Maginabram the Shame Alakam Chamudos and so too brings down the Magnabram in the name of Allah Khamudos. Ava Medibriha Lavush Vahra Mashma Shioser told Lasos Kumashakost of Shoknarch. However, from the Lavush and the Gras Mashma that it is it's better to do, like the Shoknarakh will tell us shortly what the Aitza is for the Parsha of Hyam Shamoua to satisfy at least as much as we can to make it a parsha stuma. And the Mishabura says vitamins kuf on that which the Ramah said that in our medinos the mino is to even make parshas vayoyem shemo into a psucha by beginning it on the top of the first line. The b'tfilin shea Rabbeinu Tam, the in the last line on page 102, and so too by the Tfilin of Rabbeinu Tam, Yaase gamkein kulam psuchos. The Minogis as well, by the Tfilin of Rabbeinu Tam, also to make them psuchos. V'afshekosei v'hoya im shamua achashma, and even though, now we'll get to all the halachas of the Tfilin of Rabbeinu Tam, in Siman Lamed Dalaj, Shortly, but just a quick synopsis: the difference between the Tefillah of Rashi and the Tefillah of Utam is the order in which you place the, the parshios. According to Rashi, it goes Kadesh, V'hoyakiv, V'yachah, Shma, and Im Shamoah. And in Tefillah of it goes Kadesh, V'hoyakiv, V'yachah, and then you have Im Shamoah, and then Shma. Shma and, and Im Shamoah are switched around. However, as we'll see very clearly, in the Mishabu is telling us now, in the placement it is switched around, but in the order of writing it, even Tzvonav Tam has to be written in the order in which they are found in the Torah. And therefore you write the Pasha of Kadesh, Vahoya Kiv you skip a column and then you write the Pasha of Shema, and then you go back and you write in the third column the Pasha of Vahoya Im and therefore the Mishavu is telling us over here on the bottom of 102, turning on to page Bays, that so too as it's filling up a Beinu Tam, you should also make, like we're saying the Minogiz over here in the Ramo, you should make all the parashios psuchos, the Afshakose v'ahoyo im Shema and even though you are writing the third column of v'ahoyo im Shema after you write the fourth column of Shema, like we'll see later on, in similar Madal be Mishaburis of Katan Gimel, Yaniach Kesher Tes Ucios Al Haaretz, you should leave over nine empty spaces after the words Al Haaretz in the parsha of im and before that, when you wrote the Parsha of Shma, Masil You should begin the Shma in the beginning of the line. So basically, the chiddush of the, what the Mishnebrew is telling us here is that I would have thought. That since I'm writing the parsha of shema in the fourth column, after I wrote the parsha of bahayaki viyacha at the end of the second column, if I leave over the nine empty spaces at the end of the second column, and then I write shema in the fourth column, so that already makes it into a parsha psucha. But it says in the shibura, it's not enough to have it when you initially write it, you want to have it at the end of the day that's also a parsha psucha, and therefore Zaktamish shibura, when after you wrote shema, when you then write the third column, which is the fourth parsha of Ahoyah Im Shamoa, he should also leave over the nine spaces at the end of Ahoyah Im Shamoah, in order that now Shma should remain a parsha psucha, even after all the parshios are written. And now we'll continue in the Mechaber, we're back on page 102, turning onto to page base. The Mechaber, let's forget the Ramah that we just read, and go back to what the Mechaber had told us in the beginning of the Sif. The Mechaber, remember, had said that all the parashos should be psuchos, except for the one written last in the Torah, out of the four, which is Im yimshamoah, which should be a stuma. And if you change its puzzle, continues the Mechaber in the last line on 102, therefore, Therefore, the Minog is, in order to make these three parshios into psuchos, we begin the parsha of Kadesh and the Hayakeh and the parsha of Shema, the first three parshios. We begin them on the beginning of the first line. Kadeshli, We leave over empty space at the end of the parsha before each of these parshios except for kadesh which is obviously the first one we leave over nine spaces in order that it should be that each one of the three will be a parsha psucha and as we mentioned last night in order to be yote all the shitas, meaning the ramam and the rush of a parsha psucha you have to end the last parsha with nine spaces left open on the last line, and begin the next pasha on the top line. So that's what the Mechaber is saying over here, the way we want to fulfill all the opinions. In doing those three parshios of Kadesh, Vahoya, Kiviyacha, and Shma as parshas psuchos, we want to begin all three on the top line of their column in the beginning of the line. And we want to leave over nine empty spaces on the line before them, which is the end of the Pasha before them. And that would make these three parshios into parshios psuchos. And then he writes, ein cholok." And at the end of Shema, which is leading in, then to the next column, which is going to be Vahaya. Im Shamo, which is supposed to be a stuma, you don't leave over empty spaces. Manichim, Lichtov And if you do leave over spaces, you have to make sure to leave over less than a space that could be written in nine letters. In order that the parsha of Ahayah Im Shamoah should be written as a stuma, this again is the Mechaber Lushitaso, that that's the way you should do it, not like the Ramah that we began with, that says the is to make them all psuchos. This is the Mechaber Gon Lushitaso, that the fourth parsha of a Hayam must be a stuma and therefore the way we do that is we leave over either no space or less than nine spaces at the end of Shema in order that the next Parsha of Ahayahim Shemua will be a stuma. Let's stop there and see the Mishabura we're up to in the Mishabura Sivkoton Kuf Samuk Bez. So the Mishabu writes in Safkato and Samach on that which the Mechaber said that we leave over that we start each of the three Pashos in the beginning of the of the top line. Like we just mentioned, that makes each of these three partials into a psuha lukuyama, meaning according to the Rush and the Rambam, Osios when you leave over a space that could fit nine letters at the end of the last line in the previous column, and and you start the next parsha in the top of the first line, that makes it a parsha psu according to everyone, and that's what we want to accomplish by the first three parshyas in the Twilin. The ma'at revach But if you didn't start the each of these three parshials on the first line in the beginning of the line you rather you left a little space. Even if the space that you left was less than the space that could write nine letters. This parsha would be called a parsha stuma lah Because the ramam holds a parsha stuma is any parsha that you don't begin writing it in the beginning of the line. You start it in the middle. You start it at the end. And therefore, if you didn't start it in the beginning of the line, you're getting into problems because lah Rambam. Now you have a parsha stuma. And if you look at No. 189, he points out so like we just said, because according to the sheet of the Rambam, Parsha P'sucha, he knew Parsha Shemaschelas Berosh Ashita. A Parsha P'sucha specifically is a Parsha that begins in the beginning of the line. Aval Maschelas Beemta Ashita. But if the Parsha begins in the middle of the line, Afal Pishiyesh Besof Shita Ashita Shalofane Reva Kasher Teisha Osios. Even if the line before which in our case would be the the end of the parsha before in the previous column leaves over nine empty spaces, still nech sheves ke stuma. And therefore, according to the Ramam, we have to be careful to make sure to start each of these parashahs in the beginning of the line. This would be not the case, according to the Rosh. The rush holds that as long as you left over the nine spaces at the end of the last parasha, so it doesn't matter where you start the new Pasha, it's automatically considered a Pasha psucha. Even if you would start to do pasha in the middle of the line, it would still be a pasha psucha. And therefore, the only problem over here by indenting the beginning of this column on the first line would only be a problem in the Rambam that you would have now made it into a stuma instead of a psucha. And according to the Rambam, it will be puzzled even with the effort because you made a Pasha that's supposed to be psucha into a stuma. But continuing in the Mishabura, we are on the Eighth line on the Mishaburu on page Nun The is very machmir and he says, even if you only indented in one of these three Pashos that was supposed to be Psuchos and begin on the beginning of the line, you indented the space of one letter or two letters, ye Yeshlomar the puzzle you also could possibly say it's puzzle. However, Vitzarach Ian Baza but I in these investigation, as note one ninety says, sheyesh Lombar There is it's hard to say. Shema b'sherkatan kazen. Nachshel together tchilas hashita. It could be with such a small space that could be considered also tchilas ashita. But Lema'is, the prima is Makbid and he says that you shouldn't even invent it one or two spaces. Continues the mishabuda and says, "Ube sefer, myemamurachay mashma deein lahachmir bazeb b'di'evet myemamurachay is mashma that you don't to be ma- machmir b'di'evet if it was indented one or two one or two uh, letters worth." The alko La lachachilu yeish lizar bazem maod. However, lemaisa lachachilu one should be very careful about this. And the brackets he writes. If you leave over the space that it takes to write the word Asher, nearly the In that case, then you should be Makbid to be even b'dieved. Why? Because when we talk about leaving over nine letters, as we'll see it really means nine small letters. And the word Asher, so each of those letters is a pretty big letter, and therefore each of them can fit at least two Yuds, and therefore by leaving over the space that you can write the word Asher, you're in essence leaving over six letters and more, possibly. And that's the problem. And according to the Taz, the the... Spaces left on the top of this column and the bottom of the other column, they're mitzvah, they join together according to everyone to make it a parasha stuma. Even if the two empty spaces only join together to have the space that can write nine small letters, it still joins together and makes it into a parishuma. And therefore, even if you want to be lenient like the Maim that you don't have to go so crazy that if it's indented one or two letters, that it's okay, the Ramam. But if it's going to be indented enough to write the word Asher, which is uh, at least six more letters with a little bit of an indentation that you had before, would certainly cause problems according to everybody. like the writes, Because that which the Rambam says that if you leave over a little space He only means that you can leave over very little space on the top of the second column. So if you see that the first line you wrote it a little bit indented from where you had made the line, so you see the first line you indented it a little bit, so to avoid any kind of problems, a few all these shikhas that we're saying over here, the primogodim and the taz, so gam both and zeh. You should follow suit with the following lines. If you accidentally indented a letter or two, so you should write all the following lines with that same indentation to make everything as straight as possible to avoid any complications. Let's see one more Mishabura and then we'll see a couple of Bir Halakhos. The Mishabura says in Sifkaton Kuf samach Gimel. On that which we said by those three parashios, you start them in the beginning of their respective lines and their respective columns. And you leave over empty space, the amount of space that can write nine letters at the end of the previous parsha. Says the Mishavu in Sivkotan Kuvsam Lechimotes Osios, Kosvo Ha'achronim de Lechatkilot Tsarok Launiach Hidei Gimotavos Asher. The Achronim write that Lechatkilot, one should leave over the amount of space that you can write the word Asher three times. Now this business of the Asher is brought from Mesech Asofrim, that's where, that's the source of it, but they say you should leave over not just a space of nine letters, but a space of three words Asher. Now, what's the difference between the nine letters and the three words Asher? Says the Mishavura in the last line on Unbeis Alkein Sarach Laniyach Revach Mulo Tes Osios. So what that means is that you have to have the word Asher three times, and each one has to have a space between the, the three words you have to have two extra spaces turning the page. because between each word you have to have a small space for a small letter and therefore to be Makbid and to require the space that can fit the word asher three times that's fitting at least nine small letters like I said before it's at least the word asher itself is uh well really it's gonna be much more than that if we go what we said before that each word asher is really like six. But even if we just stick with the asher as being the three letters, so you, besides the words I share you have to have the space between words one and word two and between word two and word three so you'd have to have those two extra spaces. Continues the the Shavuot on page 104. However, with the one can be lenient just to leave over the amount of space that it takes to write nine small letters. And what are nine small letters? The Hainu Yudin. They are Yudin, like we learned earlier, that a small letter, when we discussed the legs of the of the hay, the, the smaller leg of the hay, the left leg of the hay, we said it has to be the shear of a Os uh, katana, which we explained was a Yud. So even the lachachila, there are poskim that say the achronim write the You should leave over the three three-letter words, which leaves over really the extra two spaces. But for the event, you can rely on what the mechaber says over here to leave over nine small spaces. The the writes that the way we evaluate the space is based on the ksav that you are writing right now in the tefillin. And this shir of the nine letters is discussing whether you're figuring out a pasha psucha or pasha stuma. It's always the nine letters and it's the size of the letters that you are writing in this pasha right now. Now if you look at note 193, it brings from the chazanish that he's actually mocked. But even though Mishavru says, but you you could be lenient if you have the space of nine letters, even if you don't have the space of 11 letters. However, the Chazanish, Kostav, She'im, Lo, Hiniach, Revach, Kamlo, shte Osios, Katanos. If you don't leave over the extra space for the additional two letters that would go between the two words, uh, between the three words of Asher, between each of the two words, teva shir teisha Usios ketanas. Besides the regular nine letters, they have to have there psulos hatzfilim So the chazanish is very mach, but even though the Mishavur said b'diavad it's okay, the chazanish says that b'diavad it is ma'akev. You must have the space for the three words and the two extra spaces between the words. Now I'd like to go back and read a couple of bir halachas. First of all, on page Nun Beis, in the second line, the Beralacha says, Manichin Choloch Kedelichtov Tes Osios. You leave over an empty space, the amount that will fit nine letters. Says the Beralacha Vim Shachach Laniach Kemelo Tes Osios, Pesov Parshas Kadesh, U Parshas Vahiakiviacha. Let's say you forgot to leave over the nine letters worth of space at the end of the Parsha of Kadesh, Leading up to Vahayaki Yavyacha, or you forgot to leave over at the end of Parsha's Vahayaki Yavyacha the nine spaces that you're supposed to leave over leading up to the Parsha of Shema. Mavurba Levush, the Puzzle. So the Levush writes, that's Puzzle, you must have the nine spaces. So El Rabbah, writes, we're dealing over here, where you already went and wrote the top line in the beginning of the column, therefore it's puzzle. If you didn't have the nine spaces over there, and you started the parsha in the top beginning of the top line, so you messed it up, you can't have a psuch anymore. However, when this happens and you forget to leave, the space is over in the Parsha before, she yaschil shita at least you can still save it and make it a P'sucha Lefidur Rambam even though the only way to satisfy the Rambam and the rush is to have the nine spaces left at the end of the previous Parsha and to start the next Parsha in the beginning of the top line that's only to satisfy everyone but to if you wrote the last Parsha and you forgot to leave over the nine spaces you could still save it as a P'sucha Lefidur Rambam how do you do that? you leave over one empty space because if you remember from yesterday's introduction we said that Lafida Rambam you have an etza of also leaving over an empty line between the parshios to make it a... Parsha Psucha, and therefore even though that's not okay rush, that's a Parsha the rush. but at least the Fide Rambam we can save the Tevillin. The after lo minyan has shiros now even though by skipping the top line you're not going to have the amount of lines that you're supposed to have, like we'll see later on in Simun hay there's an exact amount of lines that Parsha is supposed to be, doesn't matter how kaimalon shandim shino lo posa we we'll learn over there that if you change from that amount of lines, it's okay, and therefore the eights over here is, that if you forgot to leave over all nine spaces no problem, lefi the Rambam at least you can just skip the first line right from the second line and don't worry about the fact that you'll have a little bit less lines in your tefillin or an extra line in your tefillin because that is okay as we'll see later avron revach Zakta but according to what I saw in the i Mishas Avram that he writes that if you leave over two lines between the parshios, then even Lafida rush is a psucha, shai Why should we leave only, leave over only one line to be yotse the psucha Lafida Rambam, and not the rush? According to the Mishas Avram that says Lafida rush, if you have two lines, it's considered a psucha, the eighth thing would be to leave over two lines, and therefore you'll have a parsha psucha, both Lafida Rambam and Lafida rush. To Mishai Rakshita Salodasa Rush to fill in Shalom Sulin because if you leave over only one line you're filling our post to the Rush, the Hippashuma. 'Cause three parshios, as we already mentioned many times, they must be psuchos, and that's makib an according to everyone. And even if you only left over one line, we're not gonna pass for the Tfulin. Because the the bottom line is we really pass on like the Rambam wants to be everyone and therefore we, even though we wouldn't pass the film with only one line because you were at least Yotseh a Pashat Rambam ideally you should leave over two empty lines so that you can make it a Pashat even with the Rush, based on how the Mishnah Avram explains him one more point in this, Bira Locha, he brings to the Primic Garden a question. Yesh Lishal. Let's say you left over the right amount of space at the end of the previous Pasha to make the next Pasha a Pasha Psucha. You left over the nine spaces, but then a little mice, a little ma- mouse a nibbled away at the cloth. O Tolas, Makome or a, a little worm, started eating away at the empty spaces over there on the cloth, The Shom Klaf Cholak now they ate away at the place that you left over, empty on the cloth to make the next Pasha, Pasha psucha. In kosher ke'agavna olav, Supreme God is that good enough, the fact that you left it over initially with the nine spaces, or do we say no, since the mouse or the worm ate away at the cloth in that space, and now it's no longer there, therefore it would not be considered a Pasha psucha. After it, so I the Look over there where the prima godam is not only misupik on the shayar, which is our main discussion over here, but also his misupik betfilin shalrosh. According to what we said in the beginning of the sif last night, that in the Shorosh Mikra we hold that you don't need any Pasha Psuchah, Pasha because they're really written on each separate cloth. But, L'Chadchilu, we said you should try to do it also the proper way, as a Pasha Psuchah, when it's supposed to be. But in this case, we have the suffix of the Primagodim. We certainly can rely on the lenient opinions that say that by the Shorosh, you don't even require Pasha Psuchah, Pasha It's no problem, and therefore... The Be'alacha at least wants to answer the question of the Primagodim in a case where you're writing the Tefillin Shorosh, that that would be okay if it was nibbled on, because anyway, you don't really need it to have a Pasha Psuchah or Pasha Stuma in the Tefillin Shorosh. But in the and Shayad, we're left with the suffix of the Primagadim of whether the fact that you left it over properly initially makes it a Pashapsucha, or we look at it right now when you're putting it to it on, it's no longer a Pashapsucha because there's no empty spaces there, that part of the cloth was already eaten by the mouse or by the worm, and therefore maybe it wouldn't be good. That is the suffix of the Primagadim. There is one more Pirah but let's stop for today, and in tomorrow we will finish up Sif lamidvav Vav, and we'll see this last Pirah and that will be the uh, final shear in Sif LaMidvav. Yes, you have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any Dafin Shas, including Mara Makaymas on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's two zero three three one two seven four two seven